what a week. Hey, what a week. It's um, it's actually a really... It, we've both been really busy, so we haven't been able to do it until today. Mm. So apologies if you're waiting for our immediate... Um, Response. ...takes, but it's, it's also, I think, taken a couple of days to sink in. I think that that episode requires a lot of processing. Mm. Um, I watched it in France. I was away for um, a wedding and could only watch it on a laptop screen with like really shitty sound and it still hit me like a ton of bricks. Mm. So that's testament to the show. Where were you when you watched it? Well, I've been doing my shows this week and I got back home, looked forward to it, saved it up, um, had my toast ready, baby asleep next to me, pitch black apart from my iPad screen. And I've got into quite a bad habit because I know that we are doing this and because I... I now seem to be indoctrinated so I can only watch Succession. Mm. Um, I knew I'd be watching this episode four or five times. Yeah. So I didn't fully really commit to watching it. I was faffing around feeding the baby, eating my toast. And then I just got sucked in and it was just, oh my God. Wait, is in you didn't expect? No, I just wasn't really focusing. I had to go back immediately after it finished. Yeah. I had to go back immediately and watch it again because I hadn't fully committed to watching it. And 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 because of what happened, you want to go back and you want to retrace your steps. Mm. Don't you? I'm so jealous, actually, because I was with a big group of people. It would have been really rude and antisocial for me to be like, OK, so we're just going to go back and uh, watch that whole thing again. It was already like was 10 p.m. at night. Was everyone watching Yeah, screen? we all watch it in this little Airbnb, um, Harish's family and I. Very, I mean, we were all just as obsessed with it as each other, but um, his mum's actually only halfway through season two. Oh so I had to keep explaining little bits to her. No. Like, oh. But also, uh, his sister um, had told us when we were in the car oh my god oh my god oh my god I've just seen a spoiler okay nobody open your phones so for the whole afternoon because we were looking forward to watching it in the evening we were um aware that there was some kind of a twist mm. but I would say on a scale of twistability mm. that was absolutely not the twist I expected what about you did you mm. feel like a twist was coming this episode I knew that it was gonna happen but I didn't know mm. it was gonna happen now no, I definitely did not see. I don't think I. I don't believe anyone who said they they saw this coming. No, I definitely come on. thought. I, I thought probably episode four. You thought episode four would be a biggie. I no, I thought episode four. I, I knew obviously I knew he would die. Yeah, but I thought episode four. I thought midway. How many episodes are there? The series? Do we know? Well, if it follows the previous form, wasn't it eight Nine or, 10? or ten? Yeah, I reckoned episode four. There would be he would die at the end. This was pure genius. So. I think let's just free ball at this episode mm, rather than going off that's, notes. That's let, 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 let's let's go jazz style. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about our major themes, our major takeaways. Um, I'll I'll hand the floor over to you, Jesse. Well, just it, it he dies. <laughs> <laughs> Incredibly profound. Oh my god! He dies before the theme tune. Can you believe that? Did he? Did he he dies before, before the, the fucking theme tune. Okay, so this is what I'm thinking. So I feel like all of the writers were like, okay, cool. So we know that people know he's going to die. Mm-hmm. What can we do to make it as unsentimental as possible mm-hmm. and as and, and to up the comedy stakes as much as we can? Mm. N- well, I would argue there is almost... N- ha- there's nil comedy in this. Nil. Nil. None. Nil, nil. nil. Noir. 
nil by mouth comedy in this Yet. episode. Um, I didn't find it, I didn't find one thing funny. I think that yes, you're right. It wasn't ha ha laugh out loud funny, but I think you have to admit that the idea of them being stuck on a boat mm. and the body being stuck on a plane is amusing at its core. But Perfect. that's what makes it that's what makes it more sentimental in a way. I think the thing that I noticed was that all of the bits that you would normally have in a big character's death episode, i.e seeing the body up close when when he takes his final breath the kids coming up to him mm-hmm. like all of the normal sentimental beats they decided to take Straight out back. fully you don't even see him so you only see the awkward in between stuff all you ever see of him is the top of his head as the door or the curtain on the plane closes and they did that intentionally to show that once somebody is gone they are gone, gone. and and the 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 fact that they were both in transit both parties were in transit so the wedding party on the boat there on the plane it and the the miscommunication and the the fuzziness around has he actually died what is going on let's replay this and find out exactly what's happening um is to is to symbolize the fact that you your brain cannot compute death immediately it takes ages yeah the feeling that they um that he might just suddenly wake up and i mean i guess it's cyclical because obviously the same thing happens in the first episode of the first season doesn't Mm -hmm. it with him having a heart attack and all of them being told to prepare um it was so childlike the way that they all thought that he would come back and 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 i just thought what was so great is is how vastly different the siblings responses were um which is just so accurate no what, one responds the same what what were the responses do you think well you... so kieran i mean roman he he was a true child in this he was daddy's boy he wouldn't refuse to accept it until right at the end and when he did finally accept it it was it was almost forcing me to accept it but um shiv reverts to um, sort of a teenager um not uh being slightly bratty about it almost because you don't know how to respond so your response is by pushing it away almost very very emotional and then and then kendall it's almost as if they wanted to show that he he would have been the right successor all along Mm -hmm. because he was action stations yeah very much like we need to do this otherwise that that speech he does where he says um this is the day that will be on record. Whatever we do, however we behave today, it is the day our father died and we will be watched. Wow. So whatever we do, we need to go forward with a plan. You're right. He was very responsible, wasn't he? And almost he united, caring. Yeah. Almost caring for the others in a way that he hasn't really shown before. Also, there was this moment where um, Roman grabbed over at Connor's arm and they had this awkward but very sibling um, dynamic kind of brushing against each other in a way that you do because you know that you need to touch each other but you also kind of hate touching each yeah. other but you sort of have to do it. God. They, left, they left Connor. They left Connor. So they were... they were it, Kendall and Roman really stayed on that call for as long as they could doing their last words. Um, but And they went to get Shiv and Shiv obviously is never going to forgive them for that delay. Yeah. But they did not even consider... Connor, mm. but that, so, it was his wedding day. I mean, you, but, would, no, you would still, have reservations. I, I still think, I still think that was really interesting. Yeah, that they didn't consider him, and then when they finally did, Connor knew that the dad didn't care. They knew because by getting that phone call, it proved that the dad was never on his way to the wedding. He was already rejecting him, and him saying, you know, he didn't like me anyway, and then responding, you know, you say such strange things in those first moments. It's true. 
I just thought it was just so brilliant to highlight the differences and how they grieve instantly. Not even grieve, it's, it's how they react to shock instantly. And the awkwardness of the phone call in the strange sort of upstairs waiting room, I think that they, um, I think you're right, it wasn't funny, but I think that by taking out all of the overly emotional um, kind of like, arches that they could have had it made it so much more heartbreaking to watch how people actually do respond yeah. and I kind in this of helpless type of manner yeah they they were trying to piece together a jigsaw of how this has happened I mean also the way Kendall then goes on this frenzy of trying to get the best doctors in the ho- in the world get his doctor no as if that could possibly even work you know mm. how are they going to get on a plane jump onto the other plane He's up in the sky. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's so... And he knows, as, he, as he's even barking these orders to Jess, that it's futile. Yeah. But it's his way of grappling with the truth. And, and wanting to feel like he's doing the right thing by his father. Yeah. And all of them telling him, it's okay, I love you. Mm-hmm. I know I can't really forgive you, but it's okay. None of them can. None of them can, but also all of them still want him in his last moments to hear that they love him, mm. I thought was beautiful. But also Tom... Tom kind of coming to the to the rescue in these moments, handling it so calmly, mm. being able to... Do you disagree? No, I don't agree at all. I was going to say, I think that Tom actually um, showed a little bit of a dark side here. Really? Yeah, because I feel like he, he was so shattered by Logan's death because nothing is concrete for him in his career. And so he knows by his ally going, he's... His, his, his career is slightly fucked and that's shown by how he calls Greg and he says, you need to delete this and do this and we're fucked now or you're fucked, aren't you know? And then he immediately makes sure that he is available to Shiv because he needs to get back in there somehow. I think that actually well, Tom you always is do have fucked. a more cynical reading than I do. Maybe I'm just too gullible. What did, so you think that he was... He I think that the there f- was something in his tone of voice in the way that... I think probably because we have experience of like sudden death grief type mm. situations... And some people um, go crazy and some people can turn into, okay, how do we cope with this situation? There was something so soft and yet so um, strong in the way that he said, I'm going to pass the phone to his ear now. I thought he handled that great. I I just was so shocked because it was so... it was so the right thing to do. Nobody would, re- like, that's a really weird thing to do, to hold up the yeah. phone to a, basically a, a, a dead slash resuscitating body. Um, that's not, like, a priority in any type of a situation, but he knew that that was the right thing for the siblings to do in order to get some sort of sense of closure yeah. because of the rift between all of them. I just thought it was very emotionally intelligent of him. And, yeah, you're probably right. Maybe it's because he knows so he I needs to he get in somebody's good books. So I think he handled the phone calls but- great, but then after I thought I, I could sense a slight... Um, bitterness and anger that his place was now unsteady and and not sure. But yeah, I think it was such a great premise for the episode of this 30 minutes of resuscitation or that I I don't know that, but uh, what it seemed like was that you're you're allowed 30 minutes to try and rescue the human before you have to give up. So do you think that that's a rule, that's a law? Yeah, it must be. So when, when Carolina's sitting there and is like, so we've got this, you know, when we're given the all clear after the 30 minutes, we can put out this statement. So the episode is kind of like a tiny bit before we find out, then largely the episode is that 30 minutes. And then it's the aftermath when Roman finally accepts it, they have to go and do that statement. And I just thought, how genius, that 30 minutes. Somebody said to me that they think that 
the so when when we do see Connor and Willa getting married at the end, and there are only a few people sitting mm. in the chairs. If you actually look at the um, press, uh, like, uh, vids, I can't think of what the word is. What is it? What? You know, like, the, the pr- trailers. Yeah. The trailers that have come out, like, before any of these episodes have been released, Connor and Willa's wedding looks a lot more full. Mm. And so somebody said to me that they actually think that they must have filmed all of those scenes on the boat twice in order to keep it a secret about Logan's death. Uh, because that's so clever. If, if in the trailer we saw that this was a really sparsely attended wedding, people would have thought yeah, you're right. um, that something had happened because that's definitely not the same clip that was shown I think in the that's trailer so at least true. so yeah, I think it's genius how they've kept it under wraps but I think that that's why they had to do it when we didn't expect it yes and they had to do it as soon as possible and now I look back that speech he did at ATN in episode two where we were like that's a bit over the top yeah. oh my god he's really going for it where he calls them pirates he yeah. kind of does his Scottish accent he he he's kind of that is his swan song. That's yeah. his finale. And, yeah. and now I watched it again last night. That is his. That is his moment. And yes. you think Brian Logan would have thought, okay, this is my, this yeah. is my ending speech. This is my Shakespearean yeah. monologue. Now that I've got a nail. Yeah, a bit like patients in hospices who just before they actually die suddenly have like a burst, um, a burst of energy and yeah. they seem better for a few days. Maybe yeah. that was what that was supposed to represent to but us. But now we can look back at the breadcrumbs and think, okay, him going for the walks in Central Park, him saying, oh, this can't be it. You know, um, what do you, do you think there's anything after this? It's now all leading up to this moment. And now it's just perfect. That little shot of the bodyguard looking on at the plane. I know. But, and Kerry, absolutely, she has no. been taken out of the loop the second. I thought that her response was quite interesting. I just thought that was, again, it was just so, like, nailing mm. the, the vast differences in how people respond yeah. to shock. And she just couldn't, she was, she was in shock. She, she had just, she just, could, she was almost giddy with yeah. shock. And, and her Tom, was the clown. Tom saying, um, you know, she, she, <laughs> She's she's acting like she's just got a foul ball at her next game. <laughs> Thought that's just perfect. Oh god, and why, Carl as well. They but, were just Frank was just traumatized too. Yeah, but why do you think? I mean, K- Carolina is an interesting character. They mm. really um, built her up in very small, subtle ways to be this ice queen mm. who isn't really affected by anything and who is probably willing to tread on anyone. Mm. I thought her response to Logan getting on the plane and saying that Sorry. Jerry was going to be fired was interesting because yeah. you saw a tiny moment of shock, like, okay, well, the same thing could happen to me. But also, did you think that she was probably happy that Jerry was getting no, fired? No, I, 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 I felt with Jerry and Carolina, I thought really interesting little character art, um, story arcs for them in this. I thought that... How Carolina responded to the Jerry news was very much like, we are in a, this is just all shit. Yeah. We are fucked. This is a horrible job and we've got to do it and fine, I'll do whatever you need me to do. Um, And the same way when he collapses and she's got the thing, she's like, well, let's deal with this fucking shit and let's just do the statement. We still have to do our jobs. Yeah. Whereas Jerry... I feel like is absolutely crushed mm. by by Roman when he tells her. And when Roman tries to go into the room and says and just tries to 
just tries to get some kind of response from her, like, comfort me, comfort me, comfort me. And Jerry just can't. It's just, again... Because he's burnt that bridge now. And just before, yeah. if he had just waited half an hour yeah. to tell her, he wouldn't have had to do that. He wouldn't have had to ruin that relationship. It's like the final parting gift that Logan could give to Roman, who's always just wanted to be loved by him. Yeah, but is then that, that final phone call that he does that voicemail and, and, and Roman's like... Do you think that he could have heard voicemails? Because he probably in his innocent brain, he thinks, oh, maybe he heard that voicemail and that's when he had the heart attack. Oh, my God. And of course, because he was supposedly on the phone in the bathroom, wasn't he? So maybe Roman now for the rest of his life is going to think that that was the last thing he heard. That's one possibility. But I also, did you not, did you see that they kind of hinted that Carrie was in the bathroom with him? Yes, a little bit. So do you think they were fucking? I mean, maybe he died during intercourse. And that's why she's so kind of fucking giddy. I'm sure... She's like, that was wild. No, because if Carrie had been in the bathroom with him, then, like, they implied that it was difficult to get him out of the bathroom. I think he collapsed in the bathroom. Okay, so she wasn't in there. I don't think so. But you never know. I mean, so much stuff happens in each episode to kind of uh, lighten up the dark patches of the previous one that I feel like we're going to get a whole new set of information for next week. But basically, to to sum it up, why do you think that they decided to um, portray Logan's death in this way? Um, I think they they wanted to honour what it is like for, you know, all these this entire three and a half series. Is this series four? Yeah. So, yeah, so entire, so there have been four series. There's been three series. We're there's been four. three and a half so okay. far. Okay, well, so, three, three and three episodes, so right? However many episodes have been, have been all, you know, under the illusion that he is going to die. Yes. They had to have him die. Yes. And you know, so much planning and so much kind of forethought of what's going to happen, who's going to be the successor. It, it it was futile. Yeah, he was going to die at any moment, mm-hmm. and they had and and nothing is ready. Yeah, nothing is prepared, and that is exactly what death does. You can never be ready to be to, to for someone to die. It's true because he was on the way to the big meeting that would have been the next step, that would have been the logical ending for all of them, and of course he dies just as that is happening. Now throwing everything up into the air, the everything, stock, all of the stock prices dropping to show that you're never going to be prepared for the worst thing that's going to happen, and it's yeah. never going to be the thing that you think it's going to be. You're never going to think that that person's going to die in a plane on the way to the most important no. meeting. I mean, I hate that. I hate even saying that thing out loud. That that kind of thing out loud, but it does seem like everything now is not cemented mm-hmm. for the business and the, and the siblings. What I don't understand is why, wh- because they showed a recap for the final, for this episode, and they showed the clip of them speaking to Stewie and... Um, uh, J- Madsen. No, the, the blonde woman who's da- oh, Sandy, Sandy. Sandy, Sandy Jr., basically. They showed that clip in the, in the little pre-thing, and Kieran, I mean, Roman says, uh, well, yeah, we'll, we'll just, or he'll just disinherit us. And I thought that that's strange they put that in there because why hasn't Logan just disinherited them in any of this kind of deeply vicious family, you know, r- rifts? Why hasn't he just disinherited them? That's really interesting. I mean, I think that... Probably a smart person would know, but maybe there's some legality to it. But so maybe, they, they have shares in the company, which maybe can't be taken back. Maybe, but maybe that was a hint that what if the will, as it stands, which they've been waiting for. Because I also thought it was interesting that in the preview um, clips, recaps or whatever they're called, Shiv is also saying, 
Rome, you know, a couple of weeks of pain could really set us up. And and, and I, because it was replayed, it did make me think, it's so entitled to live like that. Yeah. To think that you deserve to be set up. And <laughs> it's just crazy to me that they they really are living like, you know, rich entitled kids here. They They want this extra bit of millions or billions so that they can just have a little bit more security because ultimately it's just about having the maximum possible i mean maybe the whole show has been answering some question about like like karmic you know um questions of morality and stuff Mm. like that and that all of these siblings are being set up for a huge fall from grace that's the most embarrassing downfall kendall scandal comes out kendall scandal (laughs) um all of them are found out to be these awful, morally reprehensible people, maybe just as actually they're starting to realise the type of people that they are. So yeah. just as they are trying to be good, it could all come shattering down. That I, could I be the they, combination. I think they're going to be left with nothing. I think they're going to be either written out of the will and carried somehow there, um, or there'll be some kind of strange reappearance from Marsha. Um, I feel like they're going to have a crash. and And I do think... I mean, the fact that Shiv got in the car with Tom at the end and, you know, called him over and he just ran to her. I do think that they will reconcile, but not necessarily for love. And um, they won't end up happy, any of them, really. No, I. it's just, it was so brutal, this episode. And it did kind of make me think, oh, it could end just very sadly. It could just be a really sad thing. Because, yeah, I just don't see how they're going to be okay. But maybe that's what's kind of refreshing about this show is that rather than wanting to extend this, you know, on for endless seasons and give us more of the silly hilarity of like, you know, rich people being obnoxious and, you know, more and more feuds, maybe they're deciding that, no, they've made these incredibly structured, layered characters. We've They've given us the fun parts and now it is all going to burst into flames in a sort of Greek tragedy-esque way because that's the way to properly honour a sort of realistic human storyline about power and greed. And also to to show that, I mean, I, I know people do believe uh, in change, but ultimately Shiv, Kendall and Roman, who are the key players now, they haven't changed much in all the series, have they? No. They haven't shown huge gross personal growth. No. They are ultimately the same as they were in episode one, series one. And I think that's really interesting because they're... <laughs> They haven't had real cause for change. Nothing has really pushed them to change. No, they haven't really struggled until now. Mm. Shiv going through her divorce and Roman, I suppose, has had his sort of sexual hang-ups. Jerry basically being his way of not dealing with them and now having to fire her is probably one of the most difficult things he's had to do. And almost just getting somewhere Mm -hmm. because he's been told, actually, I'm going to give you a chance. You, You know, Logan gave him ATN just before he died. He was he was a key player with the siblings he was really going for it and he was finally felt probably a bit of self-respect. Whereas Kendall, I feel, has... I think he probably now will react like, okay, now it is my time. And I think that will backfire. 
It's just so interesting because it's almost like Logan died. Obviously, he wouldn't have done it on purpose and he wanted to be at that meeting. But given that he's had all of these anxieties throughout the whole show and especially in this last season about the fact that he has probably fucked over his kids. They are not serious people. You're right, they haven't changed at all. And it's because he, this like looming presence, has basically been the thing standing in their way from growth. It's almost like he died at the perfect moment to make them all wake up and realise. And the fear in all of them, the fear of God is put into them because they don't have their protector anymore. Mm. Even if they liked to pretend that he was this big, bad enemy, he was always the person. He he, he is he is their entire life and yeah. he is their entire world. Connor is the only one who's not so much defined by Logan. Maybe his absence, he's defined by him. But the fact that he still goes through with the marriage to Willow, I think is quite, yeah. I don't know. I think that that, that's, that shows that he is craving something outside of uh, what the father yeah. could have given him. Well, I, I feel like I'll talk about them in a second, Connor and um, Willa. But what is interesting and is a change for the good is that the siblings, the core three, are united. Yes. And they are handling things together. You know, the way that they've started this new venture together, the way they've rebelled against their father together, the way they did that press conference to, to announce. I mean, how it also showed how you can be quite sympathetic to that level of famous and rich sometimes. No normal, like, no one would have to go seconds after you know your father has died to go and stand in front of a load of strangers with cameras and have to explain that he's died. Like, how shit for them. It was so undignified. How undignified, how sad. And then I thought it was so amazing how they showed that Shiv then obviously went and buried herself in Tom's chest but then went outside gave them a hug her brothers but then the photographers the the reporters who had just been on the other side of the barrier separating them from the reporters were right there and it just goes to show that they are alone Mm. they are they're living in a different world to but, most people. But also someone as powerful and rich and as ferocious as Logan is still just a body in a bag getting taken off of a plane like, yeah, exactly. cargo, like cargo. And it was way, so humiliating. They, the, brothers, the brothers stayed behind. She was absolutely not. She left. But the, the fact that Kendall is honouring his father by watching but cannot confront, like he can't confront the fact that he killed a boy. Roman is the only one who takes off his jacket and then the jacket seems to have disappeared. I wonder yeah. where the jacket went. But he he's the only one able to go and face to the music. be there. Yeah. But, but, oh, it was just true. But that's because they all view their father in different ways. And Kendall, um, I think, views Logan as like this god-like figure. And you wouldn't want to see the, the dead body of God. Whereas Roman sees Logan as a father. Dad, and you yeah. would see that, that you, you would want to go up to his body and, and, and see it for one last time. Mm. I think that it was, they're different responses to the actual body is about um, the way that they can't uh, accept their father's death, potentially. Absolutely. It was, and then it how was really they, difficult. And then they leave that shot. They, they end on Kendall, which is interesting. But they do let us see Roman kind of be alone and aimless in that car park, or not car park, airport thing, mm. um, and just kind of be this boy, in a way, wondering. Mm. Oh, it was just absolutely brilliant. I can't wait to watch it again. I know. I, I mean, I... I keep falling asleep. I'm kind of like, I've now watched it like five times, but in fragments. Really? Well, yeah, not, I haven't watched the whole thing through. Mm. You haven't watched the whole thing through at all? Yeah, no, I I have. I've watched the whole thing through the first time, but as I say, I always have a baby or toast. Yeah, it's true. Both of them. Both distracting things. Yeah, very distracting things. (laughs) 
Um, so it's very exciting. We'll be we'll, what we're going to do because we're. Um, I'm excited enough. to not watch it on a laptop. Oh my god! I haven't not. I haven't. I've, I've not not watched it on an iPad. <gasps> the luxury. Um, because we're going to um, be quite busy for the next few weeks, um, what we're going to do is me and Bibi are going to record our thoughts and um, questions for each other about these episodes. So it'll be a bit For the different. next two episodes, is is that right? Yeah, or do you think yeah, it might be three? Yeah, yeah, we'll work it out. Okay. But um, it's been really, really cathartic to talk about, hasn't it? It really has been. And I think that it's, um, it's joylessness has actually been also really joyful because I think that TV, it very rarely just like leans into being as strong and as simple as a heartbreaking tragedy. Yeah, well, TV... They haven't tried to make it too funny and zappy and crazy and cool. No, exactly. TV very rarely truly reflects real life. Yes, and this was so startlingly real Mm. um, that it it was really jarring. And I remember we were sitting in this little living room in France and none of us spoke for like three minutes afterwards. Mm. Because he was absolutely fine walking up those stairs. Yeah. And that's the thing, you, 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 could, you could almost, you just know that everybody there will be saying the same thing. Like, but he was just, but he was just, but he was just, but he was just. Yeah. Oh my gosh. R.I.P. Logan. R.I.P. Brian. Well, no, no Logan, 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 Logan. Brian, you're, you're alive honestly, and well. Honestly, that speech, end of episode, you know, mid episode two yeah. is, is actually. An Easter egg, we should have realised. You have to now just go back and just watch that speech. Mm. I wonder if there's any significance as well to the episode coming out on um, like the Easter weekend, you know, with J- Jesus Christ, you know, and h- him oh, yeah, dying and being reborn. You know, maybe maybe Kendall will now be the Jesus Christ figure. Maybe he's mm. going to be reborn from no, his death. I think, I think Kendall is going to have a bender. Yeah. And I think that it's going to be dark days for everybody. Yeah. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Nice yeah. to see art reflected in life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. See you next time. See, hear you soon.